Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to another episode of Personality First, Then Tech. At the beginning, I mentioned that my nightmare with uh, integrating technology in my classroom, why I've been formally observed by my principal. So today, I'm going to walk you back to what happened, follow up. So it's kind of like jumping back and forth with present and past, okay? Right now, almost a month has gone by, and the time came for her to come back to my room. So two days before my principal came back to my room, I had to send her a detailed lesson plan. Of course, you know, that's part of the process when you've been observed. Look, I did not have that lesson plan yet because, you know, I kind of forgot. But when I thought about it, I generally in my head knew what lesson I wanted to do and what I was going to use to make the class fun. So I planned to do my lesson plan right after school, once after school club was over. I was short on time and I had to send my lesson for another observation. So that day I was one of those long days. I was tired. There was a lot of meetings. Uh, a lot of kids needed help. So I was kind of exhausted by the time it was, by the time school ended. So I decided I did not want to do it the same way I normally do, where I have a bunch of tabs open. I have a bunch of binders on my desk, a bunch of books open. I was too tired. That process would have have been me even more tired, more overwhelmed, more anxious. Of course, throughout the day, the more I thought about it, I started getting all scared again. I'm going to use the word scared and anxious and overwhelmed and you know, worrying about if it's going to come out right. So I, I had to plan a lesson with technology. That was the requirement. So I had to get it over to her, which means I had to get over myself. I had to get over the anxiety. I had to get over the fear and jump in and get the lesson plan done. So once the kids left after school, I sat down. I took a piece of paper and I drew a template, a quick template that have all the necessity component of a good lesson. So I put the timer on, on 90 minutes after I took a quick look at the template and I said, okay, I'm just going to sit within these hours. I'm just going to type in what I'm going to do from the warm up, which some people might call activator all the way to the closing or the wrap up for the lesson. Wow, I was so involved and so focused. I was done before the timer went off, believe it or not. I took a quick look at it this time. I only checked it for grammar to make sure it made sense. I did not check to make sure timing that it was going to work because I didn't want to give myself time to make myself more nervous to worry about it. So I didn't do that. So I just read over it to make sure the grammar was correct. And then when everything was good, I just sent an email and closed my eyes and I let it go. So the next day came. Oh, my goodness. I slept a little bit, of course, you know, worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. I came in into the day quite nervous, you know, because I, I remember what happened the last time. So this time around, I was just like, oh, my God, please, 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 please let everything go according to plan. I even say, well, if there's a God of technology, oh, please make it work, you know. So, but I guess my principal knew me and he could, she could see that I was a little bit nervous and she said, no, don't worry about it. You know, we, if you know what you're doing, you got better over the few weeks, 
all of it is going to work well. So then the lesson plan went, the day went, the observation went pretty, pretty good. That was one of my favorite days. Everything worked the way I planned it. From the warm-up to the activity to the closing to the students collaborating with each other to me walking around. I felt so lighthearted because I was walking around. I got to interact with the students. I got to ask them questions. I got to listen to them, which is the kind of classroom that I really liked and enjoyed. Don't forget, before that moment... You know, I was still, you know, the worksheet had do it the way my supervisor said. So that was way before that. I'll tell you another time about how I came to this position. So at the end of the lesson, my principal was so happy. She had asked me to share it with my another teacher that's on our team. And she also asked me to share the lesson with my supervisors for her to take a look at it. Of course, I say, okay, no problem. But inside of me, I say, yay, see, I could, you, I could have a good time with, with technology and, of course, worksheet. Now, after all that is over, so another time I decided to do the same exact thing because I wanted to figure out, was that a fluke? Was it an accident that I could put on a timer, I could create this worksheet, which is my number one secret, and then I'll be able to end up with the type of lesson that made her happy, made me happy, and made the kid happy. So I tried it again. I sat down again. I used the same template again with a different lesson. I put the timer on again. I didn't have a bunch of tabs on again. I did the same exact thing on another lesson. Oh my God, it worked every time. I did it again. It worked every time. I did a template and I shared with that same teacher with that had my lesson before, I say, hey, I find this new trick to plan lessons with technology that kind of match where I am. Can you try it to see if it works? Because I wanted to make sure that it's something that I can't work for other people other than just me. So she tried it once. She said, I'm going to do it only once. So she did it and she liked it. Then she's like doing it again. She liked it. Then I did it again. I liked it. So we had one more person try it. Somebody that's really not good with technology, that hates technology in the building, completely okay with doing worksheet the entire time. And I just begged. I had to bribe her. I am saying, please try this. I want to make sure this technique works for other people too. She tried it. It did help her, but because she hates technology so much, she's like, it's okay. It worked. You know, I, I was able to find one activity that I could do with my students that can replace this worksheet right here on a Friday. So I'll, I'll do it. But it did work for her. She, you know, she just doesn't like technology, but the, the trick did work. So after doing that a few times and having my friend do it at the same time and asking another person that don't like technology do it, and it still worked. I was hooked. I started using that same trick over and over every time I had to plan my lesson, period. I make sure I always have some form of technology in my lesson. So since then, it has been two years has passed since that time I find this new trick between that pain of being embarrassed to the time I find this new trick. I find a framework on how to alleviate my anxiety and the way I was feeling useless. 
the times it doesn't work, I am not nervous at all because I have a backup plan because I've learned to always have a backup plan just in case something doesn't work. We know how to fix it. I believe that this process of using a template and a timer, that's one trick, one secret, can alleviate it because you know exactly what to do. It take away all your tabs. It take away all the binders. And you spend less time and you focus. You only focus on what's important. I believe this will work for you too. I have a couple of people, like I mentioned, already tried it. I have some more tried it since then. I have some more tried it, some more tried it. Now, I want you to try it. So I'm going to share that process with you. That's going to help you minimize your anxiety too and save you some time. What I'm going to do, I'm going to walk you to the process using the first secret, which is the timer and a specific template to help you avoid the never ending tabs on your computer and to have so many curriculum binders or so many textbooks on your desk. I will also share with you how that one strategy will help you change the way you plan your lesson. You will see that. Now, once I have a time, we'll set it up for you, send you the PDF, you'll be able to see how you can eliminate the same negative emotion that I went through from being embarrassed, completely embarrassed in front of my principal, doing a formal observation to accidentally finding the first secret to alleviate my anxiety around technology, which is a passion and love of mine. Combining math and technology is the one thing that I do very well, and I would want to share that with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Then Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to. Hopefully what I share with you today will not only resonate with you, but also will help you on this journey as we share these strategies to help others escape their unnecessary agony. If this episode did help you today, then be sure to share Will with someone else you know will need it. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to build a tribe of educators and even sub-tribe that is built to last. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then be sure to look out for an opportunity to get a free PDF of tech integration do's and don'ts. That's coming soon. Look out for it, which will be announced in one of our episodes. I want to help you apply these three secrets to technology integration to step into your role as a leader to help me and the needless suffering of classroom educators. Thanks again for turning in and I'll see you in the trenches. <laughs>